This is a 38 Medicine production. All right, welcome to another episode of Successful and Single. My name is Josh J. One Rayford. I'm Director of Hip Hop for Pandora. Excuse me, Senior Director of Hip Hop for Pandora. Program Director for SiriusXM Pandora now. I'm educated. I'm a homeowner. I got good credit. No kids. And I am single. And that's what we're here to discuss why so many men and women like myself are just single out here in these streets. Now, there's nothing wrong with being single. We're definitely not bitter about it. We're just having conversations to explore what's going on and get a better understanding and hopefully help somebody in the process because you will see yourself through us. But again, I am talking to successful men and women like myself, which brings me to my guest, very special guest, uh, somebody I've known for more than half my life, uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. We've shared many adventures together, but I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. Sure. My name is Kenyatta I'm by way of Harlem. I'm a national manager for a company that manufactures building materials. I've traveled to 62 countries. I've actually done work and work with architects in countries such as Singapore, where I've been multiple times on business. I've been to Germany. I've been to Denmark. I've been to Dubai. I've been to Saudi Arabia. In addition to that, I have a stock portfolio. I also am a homeowner and have investment property. So... That's just a little bit about myself. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. And for the purpose of this podcast, I hate getting asked this question and I hate asking this question, but we got to ask it for the purpose of this podcast. Why are you single, sir? Um, you know, that that's a that's a loaded question, man. That, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I, I don't know how much time we'll, we have. We'll but speak on it. Yeah, you know, let, let's speak on it. And, you know, I mean, Let's give this some context, you know, as you know, you, you've been there, you know, like Still you said, there. you know, I've, I've known you pretty much half, <laughs> a little bit more than half my life. And, uh, you know, early on throughout high school and mm-hmm. college, you know, I was with my girlfriend seven years. Um, I later went on to marry my college sweetheart. Yep. Um, I was there where, at the wedding. Exactly. So I was with her for 14 years before getting divorced. And, you know, right now for the last, I want to say, five to six years, I've just been really taking time to just kind of get to know myself, you know, okay. give space to myself, heal from that divorce and, and relationship. Um, and then more than that, I just I haven't met Mrs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and, and again, someone like myself who has so much relationship experience and, and in a position of success, it's not easy, you know, um, trying to meet someone on the same frequency. So. I mean, you know, I guess that's many reasons why I'm single at this time. So you are open to having somebody. I'm for sure open to have someone. I want, I would like to have someone, but I want to do it right. What are you looking for? Um, I just want someone on the same frequency. Now, you know, I understand the show name is, you know, being single, successful, and that's what the show is based upon. I don't necessarily need someone who has to be successful. She doesn't have the same have to have the same uh, educational background as I have. She doesn't have to be, you know, in the same professional field as me. Um, I just want someone who is loyal. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think about the five love languages. Okay. You know, and I just what, want, what are yours? So my five love languages always words of affirmation. You words know, of from, affirmation. Yeah, that, words that's of, most men. We like we like to be encouraged and told that we're, we're, we're great yeah i just want to be appreciated and loved and loyal you know again financially i could do everything for myself i don't need any woman to bring anything monetarily i can provide for myself for any woman that comes around my life and there's nothing 
that I can think of that I can't afford myself. So monetarily, I'm good in that position. So I just need someone loyal, trustworthy, you know, humble, respectful. Um, so words of affirmation, um, active service, I would say is probably my second. Um, after that, you know, physical is pretty important. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I needed an attractive woman because I feel like for myself, you know, if you don't have someone who you're attracted to, you're going to look outside the relationship. So yeah. I can't not be with someone who I'm not physically attracted to. Um, gifts is always laughs for me. Mm. And uh, quality time, you know, I go back and forth with quality time. I appreciate quality time, but a man like myself, you know, during the week, I'm pretty busy. I travel a lot. Uh, you know, two years before the big talk going back before the pandemic, I stayed in a hotel more than 160 nights. So yeah. I, I travel a lot. So I, I can't give but so much quality time. And going back to your first question, mm. that's a lot of the reason why I haven't been able to get in a stable relationship because most women can't accept a man like myself who travels a lot. They want someone who's going to give them quality time. But on the flip side, don't women want somebody that's financially stable and stuff? So the the thing that I've kind of experienced, and I'm sure you've seen this too, is you know there are women out there that say, yeah, I want a man that has money that's financially stable, but at the same time, I want them to have time for me. But you know the the most working men like who make their money legitimately that aren't like athletes or entertainers or scammers or dope boys and stuff like that. We got to put in a lot of hours. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, it's funny you bring that up. I I think part of it and from my experience dating women coming in, knowing, you know, my professional Mm -hmm. life, they think they can handle a man like that like me until they get in a relationship with someone like me and they realize they can't handle it and it's too much because they realize wow he's really not home he's gone for four weeks five weeks you know sometimes i travel nine weeks in a row right and and they really can't handle that and throughout the day i'm in meetings i'm busy i I can't text you and you know ask you how your day is going i'm just i'm too occupied so uh I, i think you know, I think about the word cognitive dissonance. I think that's a really important <laughs> word. Speak because, on that. Yeah, because when, and I, women romanticize the idea of what they think they can handle from a man until they get that man. So mm. they say, oh, okay, you know, I want a man who can, you know, help me be financially stable. And they prioritize that. And then when they get that and that man can't offer you you know, other qualities that actually have more currency than the mon- the money itself, they it, it becomes too much and they can't they can't deal with it. Mm. So um, you know, cause I think too many women put value, they assign value to money as real currency, but it's the love and time and the words of affirmation that's the you know, actually has greater value and greater currency monetarily sure sure what are some like turnoffs or red flags for you oh man man i i I think going back to that word uh cognitive dissonance you know (laughs) delusion yeah (laughs) you know um materialism um i i respect and understand that many women have been conditioned 
to want nice things. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. I'll even support that. <laughs> okay. To an extent. However, um, you can't assign my love based on what I can offer you financially. It has to be more than that. So if I buy you a gift today and I don't buy you a gift six months from now, you should still love me the same. You should care for me the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it sh- my love shouldn't be assigned based on what I can provide for you financially. So that's my biggest turn off. People Mm. who or women who lack substance and are just, in my mind, superficial. I can give you the superficial. However, you know, I I need to see that you actually giving me some reciprocity in terms of love because I can offer you more than just finances. You know what I'm saying? So, Well, when do you think is like the appropriate time to either get a woman a gift or for her to ask you for a gift. Ooh, man. Jeez, you getting deep, man. You're getting deep. You're getting deep. Um, you know, it's funny. I've had women ask for gifts on like the first date, like barely knowing me, don't know if I got siblings, you know, don't know where I was born, know nothing about me, but yet they want a gift. And those are the women that turn me off from go. Um, but I think you just kind of got to go with your gut. You know, when it comes to relationships, I think we sometimes uh, have these timelines, you know, mm-hmm, like these mm-hmm. milestones. Like, you know, you can't have sex until like the the fourth date. And right. you can't, you know, do these certain things until like the eighth date. So I just think you got to go with your gut. So if you meet a young lady and you feel like, you know, you fall in love right away and it feels right, if you want to give her... Flowers, you know, a nice gift, you know, just a token of appreciation. I don't see anything wrong with that and doing that early on in the dating process. So I don't think you could really put a timeline on it. Um, myself, again, I would frame from that. But I, I think generally speaking, if I really felt it in my heart, I'm more, I'm more than happy to, you know, do something nice for a woman if I feel like she's going to appreciate it. Sure. And I don't feel like she's playing... You know what I'm saying? With my heart. Because well, I'm a care bear. You know, so. <laughs> I don't I'm, care I'm bear over here. Man, I love uh, heart, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate because you know what some women will say. They say, okay, well, you're quick to ask for some on the first night or after a week or so. Why can't I get a gift like on the first night or after a week or so? And that's something being what? What would a man ask for? Well, they want you know they want some ass. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. I hey. mean, guilty. I've asked for someone the first night or after the first date. Ah, man, listen, I respect women. I love my women. I, I I've never commanded that of any woman on the first or second night. I respect any woman. It's not who, about commanding, but I mean, have you shot your shot? And then you know, see what and, see, and see, course, see, see and what I happens. Respect a woman who's actually will refrain from. You know, getting into physical, you know, interaction with a man early on, then doing it because then that sets the tone for the relationship. And then that becomes the foundation versus if you actually take time to get to know a woman, you know, that becomes the the foundation for what you could build on upon a relationship. So versus it being the physical. But okay, but, but okay, so how long? Are you willing to wait for the physical aspect? I mean, again, I'm willing to wait as long as possible if it's right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like a woman is taking advantage of me. If I feel like a woman 
is taking time to have sex with me because she feels like, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't want the sex to define the relationship and she wants to wait three months, four months. And we this doesn't have to be a conversation, you know. Again, to me, sex should be a feeling. Um, it might be on the first or second night, and you know, you could build on that. But if she chooses to not want to have sex three to four months, I, I'm willing to wait. I don't have a problem with waiting. Okay, so yeah. so let, let's throw this scenario out here. She she doesn't want to give it up, but she still wants you to give gifts. Yeah, that, that that's gonna be a little bit tough. For me. <laughs> that, 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 one, that, that one is a little bit tough for me. You know what I'm saying? And again, for me, it's simply because. At that point, I just feel like you're taking advantage of my kindness. You sure, know what I'm sure. Like, I, I'm not saying the the two should be codependent necessarily. However, you can't be asking for a Louis bag and me taking you shopping. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when I try to ask you for sex, not necessarily in return, but you know, just to say, hey. You can't love you in this with me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you know, sex is really like, you know what I'm saying, a spiritual experience between yeah, you, two you people. Yeah, you spirits, yeah. So, it, it's like, come on, you know? So, if a, if a girl does give it up on the first night, is that a turnoff to you? It can be. It, for, for me, personally, it can be. And the reason it can be because what goes through my mind, how many other guys have you done that with? Mm, you know what I'm that's saying? That's true. So that that's what really goes through my mind. At if you're willing to have sex with me on the first or second night, and you just met me, I'm saying to myself, "Damn, you you've probably done this a, a few times." You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that that those are some of the flags that kind of make me hesitant and nervous. That I evaluate, and I'm like, mm, I, I might need to be careful. It's not to say I'm going to run away from you, but I'm just going to you know. Walk delicately, delicately until I actually kind of get to know you a little bit better. Makes sense. That that that's fair. Yeah. That that, that that's yeah, to, yeah, that's yeah, totally yeah. fair. Um, I mean, you kind of spoke on this earlier, but like, how long do you think two people should date each other before you get into like a committed relationship? Again, that's that's a deep question. Again, (laughs) you know, like I hate assigning timelines to anything uh, when it comes to dating someone. Okay, and and putting titles to it. So for me, again, I just think it comes with a feeling. You might meet someone, and after a month, feel like this is the right one, and y'all both are in agreement about that, and feel like you know, let's take this a step further, and let's be boyfriend and uh, girlfriend and be exclusive to each other. It might take four months, five months. You know, I, I think we're often, particularly, if I, you know, not to offend any women, middle-aged women, you know, women probably north of 30 get caught up is, you know, they they constantly are fighting against time. Mm. You know, they fight against the, the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the clock yeah. is ticking. So they like, they want to know right away. Yeah. You know, after a few months, six months, a year, two years, what are we doing? We've been in two years. Are you marrying me or not? If you're not... I don't want to waste my time. I need to move on. And I think a lot of people fail in relationships because you have these milestones and these landmarks that you have to be like, oh, okay, now, you know, we need to get married. Now we need to have children. Now we need to do these things. Um, And I've experienced it. So Mm -hmm. for myself, I just, I go with feeling. I'm at the stage in my life where I just feel like I go with my gut. I go with my feeling. And that's where, you know, I think most people should move like that. No, that that that's fair, man. Because I mean, I've dated 
people that said, well, you know, we got to talk for six months or this amount of time. And, and it kind of just was a shut off valve for me. I'm just like, I, I, I don't <laughs> exactly, know about that, exactly. all that. But you said something about like not putting titles on, on a relationship. So saying that, okay, like this is my girlfriend or I'm her boyfriend. You, you're not with that. You don't like putting titles on there. I, I don't mind putting. So to me, putting titles um, within relationships, it validates relationships. And it gives each person within the relationship a sense of security. Yeah. Because if you're the boyfriend, you feel like, oh, okay, now I'm exclusive. Absolutely. Versus like, I'm just a situation or <laughs> we don't have any titles. It gives you a sense of um, entitlement as well. So... I'm okay with having titles. However, there's a responsibility that comes with titles. And that often can be dangerous. And some people might not be re- comfortable with that responsibility. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, I'm okay with not assigning titles, at least early on. Until okay. we feel like, all right, we both are on one accord. We're on the same frequency. And we're re- ready to actually take this a next level. See, you know... Why I like a title when I when I'm ready because I I was in a situation where the the woman didn't want to want to do like any titles but at the same time she didn't want me like talking or dating other other <laughs> exactly. women exactly so I was like can't have your cake and eat it too like it, 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 it's yeah. either one or the other either we gonna be together I'm, I'm your man yeah or you don't want to put no title on it I I need to still be able to to date because I don't know what this situation is if we just floating around and stuff like that so. I, I, I sometimes like want a title if I really am feeling that person because if I don't get a title, then back in my mind, like okay, we both still single. And, I, and I get it. I feel like when you floated in purgatory and yeah. you don't have any titles assigned to it, of course, in your back of your mind, you're gonna say, okay, you know what I'm saying? If a a, a pretty young lady or approaches me, why not? I don't. I'm not in a committed relationship because you That's know right. I haven't been given a boyfriend title. And it it demonstrates to you that that woman isn't serious and all the way committed. So I, I respect it. Um, but again, to me, if you're not going to have a title, I think that's where communication is important. That's where you have to have more over communicate to have an understanding. Like, are we moving forward towards something or not? Because yeah. if we're not, you know, I, I need to, you know, do my own thing. So I'm all about over communicating and having clarity. I I can't not just kind of live in just this cloud without knowing what we're doing. Do you have any regrets about like having long term relationships early on in your life? Because like most of the time that we've known each other, you've always been most of the time in a relationship. Me, I was the exact opposite. (laughs) Like if I was in a relationship, it was probably like at the blink of an eye that like maybe a month or two months later it, it was over so do you have any regrets of like you know i guess not really dating around like that or so uh sowing your royal oats uh early on I, I will say in hindsight um i don't have any regrets per se but if i could do it all over i would have been single throughout my 20s without question why um because I wasn't ready. I okay. think I was in a relationship and people don't know this until they get in, you know, um, later in their life, until they get well into their 30s and 40s and you get a better understanding of yourself mm-hmm. just um, as a person. Um, I wasn't ready and I was in the relationship because I didn't fully love myself mm. and I just wanted to 
to have a woman, you know what I'm saying, in my life. Okay. You know, and that's often the case with younger people when they date. You know, Malcolm X said that a man and woman shouldn't be in a relationship or a man should not date a woman or be committed to a woman to age 35. Wow. Because mentally and psychologically, we're not developed, you know, and it's not just men. Men, it's often women as well. You know, women often romanticize this idea of being in a relationship and love early on through television, media, you know, um, the environment. So we kind of fantasize this idea of what we want in terms of having a partner in love, but we often already, we're, we're not. Um, and that's another red flag for me because I often come in contact with women and I just see certain things in women. I'm just like, you're not ready. Mm. You just want to be with me because you're actually not in love with yourself. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And you need me to help fill that void for you, you know? And that's what I was in a relationship, in a past relationship. I was insecure with myself and the things that I didn't love about myself that my partner gave me. And now being alone and single, I'm seeing that. Yeah. And now I'm in a better space and more comfortable being single that when I get in a relationship, I'll be a better partner. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was deep right there, yeah, man. man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'll say the thing about me, like my, uh, I won't say fear, but I guess the thing that gives me pause now is I've been single for so long. It's like, am I set in my ways? If I, like, I mean, I'm emotionally available. I'm open to being in a relationship. <laughs> but it's like, I'm so used to being on my own and having my own space and stuff like that. Man, I get me, it. Me, I get me it, compromising man. and having it. to do that, it's... It's going to take a special type of woman. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's uh, probably one of the big reasons why I, I'm si still single. But um, but speaking of like, you know, you talked about age and what Malcolm X said, you know, we're, we're at the point in our lives that we kind of have the choice of, of a lot of different age demographics mm -hmm. and stuff. So, you know, do you prefer dating women who are in their 20s, still kind of out there, still want to have fun? But at the same time, haven't really been jaded too much. Uh, you know, they, they, they tend to like older established men that offer some sort of security that can uh, show them and teach them stuff like that. Not about being controlling or anything, but just kind of like, you know, lead them in a way that a man their age probably couldn't. Um, then you got women who are just turning the corner of 30. You know, they're a little <laughs> bit more established. Yeah. Uh, might might have a kid, might not. Uh, their their biological cl uh, clock is starting to tick in, and mm -hmm. they're starting to think about okay, I need to settle down. Uh, you know, those women, I kind of lean towards those women because they they they're, they're kind of at that point. They're not too wild, but they're not all the way jaded. Might be a little jaded. And you got women, you know, our age that they got their shit together. Yeah, they most of them don't need a man for nothing. Might have a kid, might have some baggage. Um, but, you know, sometimes they can be a little difficult to deal with. But, you know, they got their advantages, too. Then you got the women that's older than us, the cougars and stuff like that. Yeah. I like a cougar. <laughs> Only thing about a cougar is most of the time either they already have kids or they at the point they ain't trying to have no kids. Yeah, exactly. So I say all that to say, which age demographic do you find yourself dipping your foot into? Um, You know, for me... Again, like you, I don't, I don't have any children, and um, I kind of want to keep that door open. Okay. Um, I'm not 
you know, it was funny, you know, when I was in my marriage, you know, I really wanted to have a child. And, you know, unfortunately, my ex didn't want to have a child. And it hurt me for a long time. But, I, you know, I'm a rider. So I'm just like, if you don't want to have a child, I don't want to have a child. Um, now, at age 40, you know, I, I could go either way. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, I could go either way. So with me kind of, you know, toggling back and forth between on this pendulum, do I want a kid? I want a kid. Do I want a kid? You know, I want a kid. I say to myself, I would prefer a woman, you know, somewhere in her mid to late 20s, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or a woman, you know, possibly in her early 30s, because it at least opens the possibility of me having a child versus a woman, you know, in her late 30s, you know, with his possibility for a complication or a woman in her 40s, you know what I'm saying, who may have difficulty also having a child. So... That's kind of where I'm at as it relates to the age demographic. And then beyond the age demographic, again, it's all about your psyche and where your head is at. Mm. You know, I just need someone for me who is on the same wavelength as me. Like, that's really important to me. And again, I, I don't need someone. I think a lot of times women feel like, you know, you see this uh, meme going around uh, or what's going around social media. You know, I need me and me. <laughs> I don't need me and me. I don't right. want an echo chamber. I don't like living in a vacuum. I, you know, I'm not Democrat or Republican, but I, I'll deal with the Republican. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have any opposing views. What about uh, a Trumplican? That, that's a different type of Republican. I, a a Trumplican, that would be difficult. But it, again, you know, I can learn something from a Trumplican. You know what I'm saying? Stacey Dash hollered at you tomorrow. Yeah, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. No, I can't do it, Stacey. Like, that, that's going a little bit too far. Maybe that's going a little bit too far. However, I I appreciate difference. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like when you're too much alike, how can you grow if y'all are so much alike? You know right. what I'm saying? That's a lot of times where the conflict comes in. So I just need someone, especially a person like myself, who's so well-traveled and so well-cultured, you know, open-minded, intelligent, um, you know, has a high level of consciousness, and um, again, have that possibility of having a child. Because I, like, I don't know. If I'd never had a child, I'm at that stage where I'm like, okay, I could live with life. But if someone wanted a child, that would be taupe, too. Yeah. Because I believe in progeny. You know what I'm saying? I would love to have a legacy. With, so. with, with, with uh, the woman already has a child or kids, are are you open to that? Are you open to being like a, a stepdaddy or? You know, it was a point in my life where I said I wouldn't. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm open to it. I'm at it again. Like you said, you know, we're of an age group now where, you know, the demographic is such that you're going to have a lot of, unfortunately, single mothers mm -hmm. um, and some really good single mothers. Sure. So if the child is not a pain in the ass <laughs> and is a, is a good kid and, you know, there's no issues with the child's father... And that sort of thing, I, I'm not opposed to it. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm not opposed to it whatsoever. I don't mind coming in and being the stepdaddy or being a mentor to a child. You know, I, I like children. I just don't like bad children. So, no, nah, I'm, I'm not against that. I'm, I'm at a point in my life I'm not against at all dealing with a woman who has a child. Um, I'm very much open to it. Does and, age and of the child play a factor into it? Um... Of course, I think it's difficult when you deal with a, you know, a child 
who's much older, you know, like a teenager. Really? In my mind. I've never... Now, for me personally, again, I've never dated or dealt with a woman who's had a child, yeah. you know, well into their teens. Or I've, I've never really dealt with many, if any, women often who've had children. Yeah. So it's hard. So, so I don't have any real life experience, <laughs> honestly. But in my mind, I'm just saying to myself, any kid who's like 15, 14, 13... Who, you know, or has a relationship with his father. Yeah. You know, he's kind of set in his ways. And then here you are, you come in his life. And he's like, who the hell are you? You know? So, you know, you messing with my mom. He know what it is. He understands what sex is. He get in there. He don't want you. So, that's where I kind of am a little reluctant dealing in my mind. But again, I could be totally wrong. The way I look at it is, and it's funny, my aunt always says, oh, you need to get on a dating app. You need to get on Bumble. You know, I've told people to get on Hinge and all these you know, playing fish, which I couldn't do. They was asking for all this information. Right. On it. And I quickly, I was like, oh, I shut that down. I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm putting all this information, and, you know, all these different requirements and stuff. Because I think often you pigeonhole yourself that mm. way. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I don't want to build a woman. You know right. what I'm saying? I want it to be organic. I want it to be natural. Um, that's why, for me, I'm even reluctant to meeting a woman like on social media or something like that. Because... I want to see all of the women. I, I don't want to try to, you know, paint this perfect picture of what a woman is. I don't romanticize my per perfect woman because I know women are flawed. And I, I would rather a flawed woman than this perfect woman that often women try to portray themselves as. So, I mean, it, you know, I, I get the dating app thing. I, I've tried it. It wasn't really my cup of tea. But, you know, with technology being what it is and people living on their phones and in social media... That's how people are meeting now. So, I mean, I are, are you are you opposed to that? Like, you know, if somebody, you come across somebody's picture, you might slide up in a DM, she might hit you back, and you start a conversation through there. I, I get it. I I, get I've it. gone on multiple dates like that, you know? <laughs> but that's that's the way of the world. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, it's hard, especially with the pandemic and everything that you just go out like we used to and, and, and meet right. somebody at a club or, uh, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like... I feel like we don't have those type of opportunities like that anymore, like we did in in college and high school. Of course, to of to, course. to to meet like minded people. So you know, are are you opposed to that if it happens through social media? So for me, I'm not opposed to it. Again, my preference would be me walking down the street, you know, and meeting a woman out in the street, you know, saying she might be online getting inside of a club, or you know, she might be walk in and, and be inside of Whole Foods or, you know, anything like, um, again, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm an old soul. So for me, I, I like <laughs> to do it the old school way and be more natural. I don't even like text messaging. Really? As much. Yeah, I'm not a text messenger. I could do it a little bit for a while before I get quickly get tired. I don't like the what you doing. I don't like the good morning beautifuls, you know, the good nights. <laughs> I would like to have a, you know, a genuine, real, healthy adult conversation and dialogue to actually get to know with someone because i feel like that's the best way you can connect you know what i'm saying yeah. i know that i understand that you're in this new age technology is now the medium for communication and unfortunately as it relates to dating this is how people get to know each other however again my problem with doing it that way through social media you only see one side of it. Right. Because everyone's going to, no one's going to paint their bad side. You know, no, no. one's going to show their bad days. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So you're only seeing one light side 
of a person. So for me, I would prefer not to. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but my preference would be, you know, walking down the street, you know, and, and meeting a girl that way and just saying, hey, you know, how can I get to know you? Dating and doing it that way versus sliding in a DM and talking and then liking pics and comp like uh, I like to do it the other way. Around. I mean, your way it, it, it sounds sounds ideal. It sounds dope, but I just feel like that stuff happens in the movies nowadays, bro. That, that's all you it, see it, on, it, on, on TV and the movies yeah, and all it, that it's stuff. Tough. It's it's not easy, and I, and I get it. And here I'm in a space where I don't want easy. Like I, I don't want easy, and that's why I've been single so long. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't been really dating like that because. I'm not looking for easy. Like I'm comfortable, and I'm in a space in a where I'm comfortable being alone. So I mm. want it to be right. So makes sense. Makes sense. We we have this conversation all the time. Why do you think it's harder for us to date now than it was back in our twenties, or even like you know in our early thirties and stuff when we were less established and didn't have the financial stability that we have now? You would think. That it's easier now, but fact is, it's, it's kind of hard because like the dating scene, it's just yeah. Well, again, let's unpack that. So I, I think part <laughs> of the reason is it's difficult because for people like you and I, because the quality women that you and I may want are less available mm. because they say that about us too. Too they they do they do you know because guys like us are generally under a rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or. Homebodies like you and I, we don't go out. You yeah, know what I'm not, saying? Not We're not no on the clubs. We're not in VIPs. Right. So it's hard to find a guy like you and I. Who, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think you know. In addition to it just being less available, quality women. Um, I, I just I think you know. I think if we're more active, to be honest, I think if I was more active and being out there, I could find a woman without a question. I'm just not. I'm not personally putting a lot of effort these days because I'm, I'm tired. You know, I'm just, I, you know, I was in a long relationship, 21 years between my teenage and throughout my 20s. And then um, in addition to that, just my experiences after, you know, post marriage, just haven't been successful to the point that I've just been kind of taking my time and just focusing really on me mm -hmm. and learning how to love me. And that, and that to me has been the most uh, fruitful experience, just really taking time to enjoy myself. Because when you're in a relationship, it's hard to enjoy yourself, you know, unless you have a woman who's willing to give you space. And those are the type of things. Now, someone who's been single and alone that I look for, those are quality things. If You know, is this woman going to be on top of me? Is she comfortable with me just going out with my friends? Is she comfortable with me just watching TV in the other room? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I need to compartmentalize and still be an individual with the relationship. And I want that woman to be the same way. I want her to be an individual in a relationship. But now it to go back to your question, yeah, it, it's it's difficult because I just think, you know, more and more people want to be in relationships, particularly quality women. And those quality women that you and I want like you and I, homebodies, they're homebodies. They're not out. They're not going out. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of have to dig on the rock to find those women as well. Or dig in the dating app. <laughs> or dig in the dating app. Or dig in the dating app. You, nah, right. man. You, you, you yeah. dropped some gems. And I, I think that's a good place to end before you can love somebody 
else, you need to make sure you love yourself. Self-love. Yeah, self-love. Self-love. And more than that, and I told you this is the other day as well, mm-hmm. in order to sustain a relationship, it's not about how much you love someone, but it's about how much you can tolerate about the things you don't like about that person. Mm, say that one more time. So, say it one more time. So, you know, to sustain and stay within a relationship, from my past experience, it's not about how you can, much you can love someone. Loving someone is easy. Mm. It's loving and liking someone and seeing all the great things that you uh, appreciate about that person. That's easy to come by. It's about how much you can tolerate about the things you don't like about that person. Because if you can learn to accept those things about how much you don't like about that person, then you can actually um, get through those hard times, you know what I'm saying, and actually sustain a relationship for a long period. Words to live by right yeah, there. That, 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 that hit my soul right there. Um, <laughs> how could uh, somebody slide up in your DM? Nobody can slide in my DM, man. I don't want anyone sliding in my DM. Like I told you, if I meet anyone, <laughs> it's going to be on the street, me going to catch a plane, you know, you know, so, uh, it, you so, know. So you're not giving out your social media yeah, handle. Man, I don't want to. I don't want to because, like I said, I, I don't want that, and I and I don't like attention anyway. I would prefer meeting a woman, like I said, you know, walking down the street, going to a grocery store, you know, maybe inside of a restaurant. I don't want to meet a woman through a social media because she's only going to see me for all the great qualities, as opposed to actually getting to know me. Uh, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to give out my social media. Easy, and yeah, and, and if a woman is listening to this podcast and she's actually interested, you can holler at me at Poster Child yeah, J1. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll screen I'll screen her out for you. At All Poster right, Child J1. P-O-S-T-E-R-C-H-I-L-D. Letter J number one. This has been an awesome conversation. I'm glad you decided to do this podcast. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't too bad, man. It wasn't too bad. You know what I'm saying? I, I like staying in the shadows again. I, I'm generally you know inherently more of a shy individual you like to be low-key um i don't like even the word success um because again those are social constructs that people put on you so and i want people to or a woman to love me for me not love me because they believe i'm successful so well sometimes you gotta celebrate your wins bro and sometimes you gotta pop your head out the shadows like a groundhog and then you can pop back in <laughs> alright once again man my name is Josh J1 Rayford you can follow me at Poster Child J1 this has been another episode of Successful and Single until next time be safe and keep God first All right.